Welcome back to Notes from the Margins with Gilmore Girls Rewatch podcast. I'm Emily. I'm Erin. And today we are here to talk to you about episode 12 of season one, which is called Double Date. It is, this is a cute episode. It's not my fave of the season, but it moves along some, some character arcs in a nice way. I do like the parallel double dates that are happening. I think that's like, they're cute. That's cute and fun. And we love to see like more, any more of Suki and Lane that we can. So that's an added bonus. Also, I think this episode has one of the best cold opens of the season, (laughs) maybe even the series. I wrote in our notes plot, first bullet, drink when you hear XTC. Because it's just a cold open of them, like, choreographing. Is it just, like, a one-shot, like... Yeah, I think that's, like, literally just a one-shot scene of the two of them, like, waking up in the morning, having coffee, passing each other Pop-Tarts, Rory, like, fixing her mom's shirt, like, while Lorelai holds her coffee mug. And then it ends with, like, Lorelai. Um, it's, like, timed so well with that XTC song where it, like, sort of ends with them about to, like, get in the car to go to work and school or whatever. But, like, Rory has this, like, what are those clips called? Sorry. Why am I blanking? Butterfly? No. Yeah. Like claw? A, no. No, like a claw clip. Like a big claw clip kind of on, like, the side of her head. It's like <laughs> And Lorelai, like, And Lorelai just it. looks at it, like, rolls her eyes and, like, takes it off and is like, no, like, you're not wearing this to school. Yeah. No <laughs> words exchanged. No words yeah, exchanged. Yeah, there's no, no dialogue. dialogue. It's great. It's really cute. It's my favorite. It's for a show that is all about dialogue, I think that's actually my favorite cold open of the season. It's fun. I also, that's, I like that song a lot. It's yeah. good. It's a good one. But... Later, Lane comes over to the house. She's brought a bunch of new CDs she's super excited about. She's got a Yoko Ono CD, and Rory's like, Yoko? And she's like, oh, this is what I wrote. I was like, I'm glad people don't seem to be blaming Yoko anymore, because this felt like a really dated exchange where, like, people are still blaming her for breaking up the Beatles. Like, that was a very 2000 mindset that I don't think anyone is in anymore. Yeah, but and as Lane says, um, she calls. Uh, she says a very underrated Sean's artist, over it. and the, yeah, and she says a very underrated artist, and the Beatles would have broken up anyway. <laughs> She's right. I don't um, know about the underrated artist part. I haven't gone deep into the Yoko Ono discography, but it certainly was not her fault. Anyway, we have like four hours of documentary footage that kind of show that and the get him back thing that they put yeah. on Apple TV. Yeah. Yeah, um, that I remember for context, our immediate family started watching that like last year over the holidays, and my mom and I did not simply did not make it through, but my dad and you did make it I don't through. Even, I still <laughs> don't think I finished it. Also, while I just said get him back because still Olivia Rodrigo is still on my mind. She reigns she reigns supreme. <laughs> um they're listening to some French lady sing God Claudine, only knows. It's terrible. Claudine L- or whatever. It's an abomination um, to the most perfect song ever made. But Lane wants Rory to set her up with Dean's friend, Todd. She like kind of just puts it out there. You know, Todd, I mentioned Todd. Yeah, I want you to set us up. And Rory is seemingly very reluctant. Yeah, it's not cool. 
It's not cool. I don't understand why. Lane is cool. She is cute. She deserves some good teenage fun. God knows she needs it. She's asking for a group <laughs> hang. She's asking for a simple double date group hang. It doesn't even have to be like, hey, this is a double date. It's just like, oh, well, like we're dating and you're our friend. So we're all going to hang out. It's like the most chill possible request. If it doesn't go well between them romantically, then they can all still keep hanging out. It's like no big fucking deal. And Rory's like, eh, eh. And Dean's like, please, Dean. Well, Lane is like, please, please, please. Rory's like, all right, I'll talk to Dean. Whatever. Lorelai keeps bopping in because she's avoid studying because we keep forgetting that she's in like a business class yeah. at a college in Hartford. And she's like, Walmart is boring. And as people who went to business school, we get it. Yeah. As she was saying that, I was like, I was like, oh, yeah, all those case studies. But yeah, she has a funny little diatribe where she's like, maybe I don't have to go do this. And Rory and Lane just sort of like sit there and watch her sort of like talk it all out. I don't know. It's silly. But yeah, but you know what? Business is boring. Anyway, actually at a fun business at the um, Independence Inn, they are overbooked. (laughs) <laughs> as michelle says michelle and they don't uh, also i love god i love this show because it's also before they're like using a computer to like book anything and they have that big paper book with all like the handwritten it's so cute so anyway we get up we get a little michelle which is lovely um jackson and suki are like in the kitchen and it's extremely awkward because, as we know in the last episode, Suki asked Jackson to have dinner with her sometime, but there was no plan or date attached to that invitation. So it's just been floating out there. And obviously they see each other regularly as he is her vegetable supplier. And there, it's just like extremely, extremely awkward. And Lorelai, after Jackson leaves, is like, okay, who are in on who naked? And I just, <laughs> it's like really... That's like really cute. And then Lorelai, actually Lorelai being a good pal here. Um, yay. Good we friend. Love, we love when the Gilmore girls are finally good friends to their people. But Lorelai encourages, yeah, Suki to call Jackson and to finally like make the plan. So um, Suki like nervously gives him a call to like nail down the details. Um, and then we cut to Rory and Dean. And yeah, they just start like kissing and on a bench. Like, I don't like watching Rory and Dean kiss. I don't. I mean, I don't really like. This is no shade. I would probably look the same way. I don't like watching Alexis Bledel kiss anyone. It doesn't really work for me personally. I don't know yeah. what it is about her particular kissing mechanics, but it's never hot. No. Like, it's just never. Her scene partner <laughs> can help a little, but it's yeah. always. I don't love it. And he just wants to keep making out with her, and she's like trying to talk to him. And he's just, like, so annoying. He's, like, getting frustrated that she won't just let him mack on her. Another, like, annoying Dean thing. But anyway, she asks him about the double date. He is also, reacts the same way she did, like, very reluctant, but not really saying why or, like, having any rationale. So Rory goes into, like, freak out mode, like, Todd should be so lucky. And it's like, yes, but you didn't act like that. 18 hours ago when Lane asked you about it. Yeah. We all agree. Todd should be so lucky. Todd should be so lucky. Again, and again, it's like such a casual 
and potentially beneficial to all of them scenario. If they can at least like be friends who hang out in high school and like Rory doesn't always have to prioritize one over the other, like it's helpful when your friends get along with your boyfriend. But whatever, she'll learn that in time, I guess. Actually, she never will. <laughs> but anyway, moving on. Spoiler, sorry. <laughs> Spoiler. Anyway, he like he's like, sure, sure, agrees. But then we get an update on the Jackson and Suki scenario, and he agreed to a date, but his cousin is in town. So we're getting two double dates. Lorelai is not pleased when Suki gives her this news, also, but she's willing to do Lore- it. I get that Lorelai's not pleased, but I still think she puts up too much of a stink in this scene. She's like, oh, I hate blind date. I'm like, just go. Just go on the fucking date. Just like, just go. Yeah, like, I mean, I think I, it's it's fair. It's like Suki literally just asked to do a different day. Like there was another way to handle this, but like knowing how nervous Suki was and she how was long so it's been, nervous. Yeah, just like just go. God. Anyway, she she didn't put up that much of a stink. It took I like guess. two seconds to I guess. to get her on board, and then um, back at at Lorelai's house, she's helping Suki get ready, and she's being like. A super supportive wig woman. She did her makeup and hair all crazy and beautiful. And Suki looks fabulous. And she's spiraling and gets to like an end point of I'm sexually harassing my employee because he's her produce guy. And he couldn't say no to a date with her and blah, 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 blah. And Lorelai's just like, Suki, he wants to like go on this date. Relax. You look pretty. Yeah. Um, Suki Lorelai's looks amazing. Being great. Suki looks amazing. Um, Lorelai is like such, can be such a girl's girl, and I love her in yes. these moments. Yeah, yeah, she really can. Um, it's giving like that, like her helping Suki get ready is also like reminiscent of her helping Rory get ready for the dance and like making the dress. And like, yeah, yeah. it is a really lovely quality of Lorelai's, and it's also just and really cute because like Lane and Rory are getting downstairs. We've got the two generations of women getting ready for their nights out and I just like love it I wish we got a little more like Lane and Suki simultaneously hanging out with Lorelai and Rory um, I know we do because um, I feel like Lane and Suki are like friendly obviously they are um, and we would have gotten that in the future if not for Mrs. Kim but we'll get yeah. there when we get there um but Rory being much less, like, helpful, Lane's like, should I wear this top, that top? And Rory's just like, I don't know. Like, she can't be bothered to, like, get excited and, like, just be down and be like, yeah, pick the sequin one. It's flash, whatever. Like, she's just, like, totally useless in this scene. And I'm just like, Rory, you're the fucking worst. This is the first pseudo date Lane's getting to get to go on that her mom didn't set up for her where someone's entire family wasn't present and no one spoke to each other. Like, let her have this. Yeah. I... Rory's just a little alien. She just, like, doesn't... She does not know how to be a girl's girl, despite having a mother who very much does. No. Oh, my God. That's so true. She never will be. Yeah. It's not... It's not her thing. Season seven, maybe, with, like, Kristen Ritter, but... mm -mm. There's tension there, too. Yeah. Yep. All Rory can be is someone's girlfriend or daughter. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't... She doesn't have a lot of, I don't know, friendship capacity? That sounds harsh. 
Um, I mean, she's a major, major introvert, but yeah, it's yeah. to a degree where it feels like she truly doesn't give a shit about. Anyway, I might be yeah. being harsh. Maybe I'll be surprised as we continue. Um, but Lane has to kind of figure out how to lie to Mrs. Kim. So they tell Lorelai, you know, we're going to meet Dean for a movie. They don't mention there will be a second boy, but it's really not a lie to Lane's logic. So she can't get in trouble for it or feel guilty if she's not really lying to her mother or Lorelai. Then yeah. Jackson and his cousin, Rune, Rune, arrive to pick up the ladies. And Jackson and Suki are very awkward. And Rune is displeased. Yep. Rune gets one look at Lorelai and he's like, this circus freak? Look at how tall she is. He's, look at, the, he's appalled. Jackson's like, they can probably hear you. He's like, yeah, with those big ears, I bet she can. He's, he's ruthless. Forgot about that line. Yeah. And the girls are just standing at the doorway, like, a hundred feet away, like, can hear this whole conversation. Um, Rune, for context, like, five feet tall, maybe? And unattractive, but I kind of love that this is the first heterosexual male we get in this series who is not immediately charmed by one of the Gilmore girls and just infatuated with them. We love to see it. Just something a little different, a little change of pace. Yeah. Lorelai needs to be humbled sometimes, okay? As Lorelai says to Luke later, he's even less pleased with the matchup than I am. (laughs) It's and Luke's reaction to that is so funny. He's like, "Yeah, in what he's, world?" Yeah, he's like, "Are you kidding?" Um, so they all go to yes, this very fancy French restaurant, extremely stuffy. Suki like cannot stop talking about like muscles. She's just she's just like manic. She just is like so nervous. It's it's just like incredibly awkward. Um, also, a fun fact: the waiter. And that scene will come back to us in season three. And I won't say anything more. Again, it's like a guest appearance. I'll tell you when we, I'll tell you later when we, I don't want to spoil it, but that's just like a really, another (laughs) funny, like reuse of an actor. I love that. They had the same cast and casting agent in rotation for the show, I guess. I don't know. Um, but Suki, like, can't even talk to Jackson at this dinner. She's so nervous. She's just, like, only talking to Lorelai and about Lorelai and Rory. And everybody's just, like, uncomfortable. Rune is, like, chopping the heads off of the butter swans with his knife, which I think is a really nice touch. <laughs> Lorelai's like, keep the martinis coming. Yep. Um... So uh, anyway, like Lorelai is just sensing that this is like a miserable situation for everybody. Like pulls Suki into the bathroom and it's like, let's go to Luke's. We can be much more casual. We'll all be more comfortable there. This place is too stuffy. Like you're also like, you need to talk to him, not me. It's a good pep talk to sort of like reset everything. Um, So they do. They end up going to Luke's. Um, But um, in parallel, we're in line for the movie with Rory Dean, Todd, and Lane. And wow, Todd, Lane Lane didn't judge that book by its cover very well. No. Um, oh, my God. 
She saw a boy with nice hair and a Fugazi shirt and assumed he was cool. Turns out yeah. it's his sister's shirt. He knows nothing about music or movies or life or fun. He has no opinions at all except for that. Um, what was the movie? Oh, his favorite movie is Beethoven. Um, hey, he's, you know? <laughs> he's majoring in gym because they don't have to take, they get like a free credit or something. I don't know. Like, he's just dull as a rock. And Rory is with Dean up in front in line for the movie. is kind of overhearing this. And she's like, Jim, really? And he's like, we work on our bikes together. He's got good tools. Oh, to be a dude. If that's yeah. all it took to have some companionship. Like, yeah. it's so easy. But also, they must be so empty inside. Probably. Probably. Because it's not real companionship. Know. No. But it's anyway. Not <clears throat> um, so that's that's just like a disappointment for our dear Lane. But then we pivot back to Luke's. And Lorelai ends up just going and sitting at the counter while Suki and Jackson and Rune... Um, set at a table and Lorelai just like marches up to Luke and is like I would like an anvil for that man please and she's (laughs) telling them um, she's telling Luke about the double date and Rune is like getting fed up he like wants to go and just like bro out with Jackson somewhere and then Jackson's like you know oh no and Suki but Suki's like please don't leave we haven't even like really had our date yet and Jackson's like yeah we haven't and he's like bye bye Rune and then Lorelai chimes in and says, bye, Loon, which I thought was also a nice touch. And Lorelai decides to stay at the counter and just chill with Luke and um, Suki and Jackson finally get their date. And we see them like laughing over in the corner and like starting to like warm up to each other and the awkwardness is dissipating, which is good. And Lorelai and Luke have like a cute little moment where they talk about like what it like those how good it feels like when you're on those like that first date or first couple of dates with somebody and like the butterflies are so strong and you know well what does Luke say he's like everything they say is funny I don't know the both of them just like clearly want that for themselves um, yeah neither of them have had that many serious relationships in recent years it seems like Lorelai just lost out on like her first major crush yeah. in a while with Max um yeah, they're kind of, they're playing five-card draw. They're having a really nice time. But then Mrs. Kim walks by Luke's and sees Lorelai through the window without the girls. And she is freaking out. Lorelai's like, they're at the movies with Dean. She's like, just because you let your daughter run around with boys doesn't mean I let mine. And they go pick up the girls from the movie, which seems to have just ended. Um, I feel like Lane has never been happier to see an angry Mrs. Kim than in this yeah. moment. Because when they're walking out of the movies, Todd wants to keep hanging out. Yeah, which is uh. hilarious. And Lane's <laughs> like, you know what? Oh, shoot. I'm about to be grounded for eternity. Sorry. Bye. Bye. Sorry. Um, Lorelai's kind of mad at Rory. Lightly mad that Rory lied to her because... Not only does she need to, you know, know what's going on with Rory, but she doesn't want to lie to another mother. There's mom code. So it puts her in kind of a bad position. And then in the aftermath, Rory kind of climbs up to Lane's window to check on her. Lane says the words convent and Siberia were both used several times and at least once as a combo. So she's grounded. She's 
she's trapped in her room. She's happy she went and had the experience and got the ick and like got it out of her system. Uh, but Todd is like into her and is telling Dean's into her, is calling the house. So I just love that little W that Rory and Dean are being such little assholes. And then it's yeah. Lane who wasn't into it and Todd who was because Lane's yep. the fucking coolest. Yeah. Um, so, ha. Huh. And then Lorelai goes to Mrs. Kim's to try and like smooth it over. Obviously, Lane's Rory's best friend. She wants Lane to be able to keep being allowed to hang out with Rory. Yeah. And doesn't want Mrs. Kim to feel uncomfortable sending Lane over. But she tries to defend Lane. You know, she's like, teenagers slip up. Mrs. Kim's like giving her a lot of a hard time. And Lorelai's just kind of echoing the sentiments we always hear her say in reference to her parents. She's like, it doesn't always work to just lock up a kid and throw away the key. Mrs. Kim goes, I didn't throw away the key. It's in the kitchen. I <laughs> died dead. Lorelai's like, you know, when I was younger, that's how parenting didn't work for me. And Mrs. Kim is like, you blame your parents for getting pregnant. She's like calling her out, which like yeah. fair. It's not her parents' yeah. fault. But also like she doesn't want Rory to turn out like her. She yeah. Lane is a really good kid. She and Mrs. Kim's like, I just want Lane to be safe. She's like, I just want Rory to be safe. And she's like, you're doing a great job with Lane. And it's kind of a nice moment of like, it's actually mother. It's really, it's really nice. Um, Like I, like they're, these two are obviously never going to be best friends, but I think like, it's like, um, I don't know. Uh, There's mutual respect there, I think. And this is like the start of that probably growing a little bit. And I appreciate that Lorelai like took the time to go over and just to like check in on Lane. And like, obviously she knows that like Lane is very important to Rory. I mean, Lane is basically Rory's only friend. So I'm sure Lorelai really wants Lane to stick around and Lorelai cares about Lane, obviously. So I was glad that she went over and tried to kind of get Mrs. Kim to soften, Um, which she does. And Lane is allowed to leave her room and go stand at the yard. Uh, thanks to Lorelai's intervention. So progress. Um, yeah. So Mrs. Kim took some of what Lorelai was saying to heart, which is great. And then, so yeah, so Rory, so this is all happening, um, while they're at Luke's obviously, cause where else do they go? Um, and so Rory leaves the diner to go say hi to Lane, who's been let outside. <laughs> um, and then Luke comes over to Lorelai and it, it does seem like he's going to ask her out. I mean, back, back when like Suki on the Suki Jackson date the other night, when Lorelai was hanging out with Luke and they're talking about first dates and relationships. And then they just start playing that card game. And it's like the first time it feels like kind of overtly like flirty between the two of them. Like, obviously he like has a huge crush on her, but like this time it felt like a little bit more like, she was given something back a little. Um, yeah. And like, they were both having a lot of fun. And so Luke at the end of the episode, like comes over to her and it seems like, you know, he like wants to ask her out and she seems like open to being asked out in the moment actually. But then he just kind of is like, Oh, like the other night was fun. Like maybe we could do it again sometime. And she's just like, yeah. Um, and it just sort of like, Bum, bum. 
I don't know. Yeah. Ugh, he's such a chicken. Yeah, he is a chicken. He keeps waiting for, like, a perfect moment that will never come. And, like, he already watched one relationship come in and out this season. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, I know that's what TV shows gotta do. They gotta flesh these out, but I just... He's so cute. I don't know. I He's... Is he a chicken, though? Because there's a part of me that, like, they also have a friendship. and They do have a friendship. I, there's a lot to risk. There is a lot of risk. And he obviously cares very much about Rory. He cares about the town. Their lives are, like, very intertwined. So there is a little bit of risk there. But I think, I don't know, I think he also knows Lorelai really well. And he knows that she's an incredibly strong-willed, stubborn, independent person. And... I think he knows they have to get to a point where, like, it's got to come, the interest has to come from her, from her too. And she's got to be ready for it's it. It's got to be driven by her. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I mean, just so, two episodes ago, he's like, or one episode ago, I forget. No, a couple now. But he's, she. they're at the hospital and... Emily thinks there's something there and she's like, it's Luke mom right in front of him. Yeah. Like, that's not going to yeah. instill confidence in this yeah. man. Exactly. Um, so that's fair. Like he probably is like, again, we keep saying he's very intuitive. He's very emotionally perceptive. He's probably right. If he asked her out at this point right now, she'd probably freak out. Yeah. Yeah. So time will tell. Yeah. All right, superlatives. Best Gilmore girl, Lorelai. Love when Lorelai yeah. wins. Yeah, an episode. Definitely. Um, she was a great friend to Suki. She was a good mom. She was a good fellow mom. Yep. Um. Yeah, not much else to say. I feel like we talked about it, but she she was there for everyone. Um, this episode, best townie. I have Lane just because she's such a good fucking sport. Like, she really is. She's literally locked in her room and she's like, eh, I'm glad I had the experience. Like, it's fine. Whatever. She's poor girl. Um, <laughs> but also she made it happen when like Rory could have been proactively seeking an opportunity. <laughs> the odds were against her. No one wanted to help her. Like she yeah. put herself out there. She was bold and brave, and we love we love Lane always. She doesn't really do any wrong. Lane. Um, fast fashion moment, Suki's date night outfit. Um, I think she had like a dress with like a little cardigan, if I remember correctly. Yeah, no, it's a beautiful color. Um, it's sort of like I don't want to call it peach. It's not peach. It's more pinkish than that. Um, but it's like a that kind of color cardigan over a dress. And then Lorelai gives her like a really pretty blue, like deep blue, like shawl to put on over it. And I think the colors just complement each other so well. Melissa McCarthy looks great. I agree. It's definitely the best outfit. The best, best. is obviously earned enough for us. It's, that's the XTC song in the cold open. Um, yeah, such that might one. be the the only one, but even if it weren't, it wouldn't it wouldn't matter. It's it's the full cold open. There's no yeah. dialogue. 
best Gilmoreism we already talked about, but Wayne Wayne's defense of Yoko. Oh no, a very yep. misunderstood artist. The Beatles would have broken up anyway. Yoko knows it. Sean knows it. Julian's still in denial. But what can you do? <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was cut out of John Lennon's will, so that might be why. But mm. you know, whatever. <laughs> um, I would be mad too. Are we missing one? No, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Well, thanks everyone for listening to our recap of episode twelve. I think the next one is concert interruptus. Oh, banger! Really good one. So we will see you next time. Thanks for listening to Notes in the Margins. Happy fall. Happy fall.